0: Bill Overen. Let us know earlier this week that he's running for commission in District 7. Uh, five points, essentially, parts of uh, Macon Highway 441 South. Uh, Bill Overing, uh attorney here in town, as we mentioned, not his first run, an unsuccessful campaign for solicitor a decade ago, but now hat in the ring again for a seat on the athens Clark County Commission. Bill Overen, thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you, Tim. All right, District 7 should say uh, Russell Edwards announced some months ago, and we've talked with him on several occasions. Uh, Russell Edwards says he is running. Diane Bell is the incumbent, has not said publicly one way or the other. There's scuttlebutt, there's speculation that she can speak for herself. Uh, you say you are running. Why?
1: Well, I, 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 I've been an active uh, observer of this government for some time. I mean, I, I you know, I know most if not all of the commissioners very well. I've, I've helped work on several of their campaigns over the years and, um, and we've, got a, we've got a bunch of good people. Um, we've got a bunch of good people who are our elected officials and nevertheless, I feel like we have stopped making any progress in this community and for some time and I, I won't say who I was having the conversation with, but several years ago, I was having a conversation with a commissioner, a friend of mine, And I, I, it just sort of coalesced for me that we've had we've had progressive leaning government since about 1990 when Mm -hmm. we had unification and Gwen got elected, sort of surprising (laughs) a a more conservative old guard in Athens that that uh, that Gwen O'Looney was uh, elected, what was what what ultimately was a mayor, but called a CEO at the time, Mm -hmm. and we probably had progressive majority government. Since about 2000 or so. I mean, I'm not... I don't want to get exact dates but no, I mean Heidi
0: Davidson beating Doc Eldridge and and some other folks coming out of the commission. Yeah. Well, that, some
1: of the, again some of the older more conservative right. voices on the commission. oh no, well, I got 90s. here I got
0: here in 98 and the commission yeah, with yeah with Gwen O'Looney as as again whatever the title was at the time mayor uh, and folks like Hugh Logan on the commission the late Hugh Logan the late Charles Carter Doc Eldridge and uh, Cal DeVal Maystone, yeah, yeah, yeah some of those folks uh yeah you you had the conservative commission that was there to keep the, that crazy old Gwen O'Looney from running things in the ditch was basically the way it was portrayed at that time.
1: And then those older conservative voices rolled off, and right. we got we got a more progressive voice. Nevertheless, it's hard for me to point to any real progress or actual positive change that's that's happened since the early 2000s, when we really got a, what would amount to a, what what one would hope would be, a unified sort of voice of mayor and, and progressive-minded or left-leaning mm-hmm. or whatever commissioners. Um, and it, it in really sort of looking at it from 10,000 feet, there's been a whole lot of reactive stuff but not a whole lot of real positive change. That's well, what happened.
0: I mentioned. I saw that in your campaign announcement, Bill Overing, candidate for the District 7 seat on the athens County Commission. Here's the way you said it. We need a government that stops being reactive and starts anticipating the changes and challenges facing our community in the years to come. Flesh that out for us. What do you mean there? Well,
1: let me give you a perfect example. There was, you know, um, the, the Seelig partners and... Um, came in a couple years ago. And you may have heard something about this. They're, they apparently tried to put a Walmart downtown. Do I don't, recall know, if it, I don't <laughs> know if it made any news outside the sort of wonky development yeah. set.
0: It did. And, and the other candidate who's announced for this race, Russell Edwards, a driving force in that he would say helping prevent that eventuality from happening.
1: Well, I I, I met with Scott Selig. He and I actually went to high school together and, uh, and we had a long talk. And the I think that's a perfect example. They came in wanting to do a um something that was not necessarily popular for a variety of reasons. Um the the issue of who the anchor tenant was gonna be, whether it was Walmart or Publix or whoever, being one issue, that there are also some design aspects of that. That big wall that was gonna sort of mm. front the eastern entry into into Athens being something that was not necessarily I didn't particularly like the look of or the idea of. I was on the downtown development authority at the time. So we had a meeting and then I had a subsequent meeting with Scott about all that. Um, but that's the example. The reality is, is that the sealig project didn't go through because they could not solidify a, an anchor tenant. And I, I, looked Scott in the eye and I said, are you, you know, just so I understand the, the deeper question here, are you guys going to put in this project? Are you going to put in this retail project? Um, without the guarantee of a 10-year lease with a significant anchor tenant.
0: And as a business decision, he told you no.
1: Absolutely So this not. was a
0: business decision. It wasn't townies shouting this down.
1: I I, I don't think it was. Certainly not my understanding uh, sort of from the background of what happened. But more importantly, all they were asking the commission for was some minor uh, variances in what they could already do by the mm-hmm. current zoning ordinance. Yeah, they,
0: they, they really didn't need much by way of permission at all.
1: And what they wanted to do, and I don't remember the details of it, was actually, as a practical matter, not something that necessarily would have offended the neighbors or mm-hmm. the downtown folks. Well,
0: fast forward to today, you, now have, you don't have a grocery store downtown, which is what a lot of people said and still say they want, and you do have a development there that it, some people would argue is actually worse than the Walmart would have been.
1: And it was uh, was built without a single need for any sort of approval True. other than just basic building code. Go
0: pull a permit and go to work.
1: And I use that example because everybody got all up in arms, rightly or wrongly, um, about the Selig project and about the Walmart project, and to some extent about the project, the, the landmark project that's there now. Um, and starts demanding that somebody do something to stop it, or oh my god, how can we have this here? And it's going to. Um, it's going to cause huge traffic problems, which, by the way, it already is and, mm-hmm. and will continue to. But nobody on the commission or in planning or in any of the staff departments, it's like nobody, well, I want to say 12 years ago, because we're two or three years now down the road from League looking at it, it's like nobody ever looked at this big, huge, multi-acre tract with a low-density use, Armstrong and Dobbs Lumberyard, and it never occurred to anyone that, Maybe we need to take a look at what the what the zoning requirements for that are now, before the property owner sells it, before someone comes in and does five hundred thousand to a million dollars worth of due diligence work, trying to do trying to do something according to the zoning codes that are on the books for that. Yeah, because track. that
0: impacts you in so many ways. Word gets out.
1: Absolutely, and and it's and and the fact of the matter is, it's legally very very hard to tell somebody that they can't do something that. According to the current law, they're absolutely entitled and allowed to do. Sure, and um, and so I mean that's that's sort of one example of why I think we need to be anticipating um, things down the road ten years from now. And the reality is we've got an infrastructure problem on the east side of town with plumbing and water service and everything else. And that should have been that should have been looked at. Isn't addressed. that
0: the purpose? Isn't that what a land use plan is supposed? to got a comprehensive plan. Isn't that what that's supposed to address?
1: It is. And yet, not we we have plans that don't necessarily um, don't necessarily get followed up on, and action isn't necessarily taken on them. We uh, when I joined the ADDA, when I went on the board of the ADDA, and I... downtown development. Authority. A downtown development authority. Sorry, I'm not um, trying to use acronyms, <laughs> and I'm not going to say exactly when it was because I got to go back and look at my calendar to figure out the first meeting went out. But it was uh, back in the 2010s or 11s. Um, one of the first things that everybody was talking about is that we need a downtown master plan. Um, and the the resistance and the reluctance was that was going to have to come out of the downtown Development Authority budget. And the proposals had been to um, go with national level well-known consulting firms who do this for communities. Mm. Um, but it's to the tune of you know phase one in the neighborhood of two hundred and ten to two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. No, we got it done. We one. got to
0: hit a break here. We got it done fairly cheaply uh, on the cheap with Jack Crowley and his folks at UGA.
1: And on the we on the board worked really really hard and about coming up with that solution and we got a great product. Um, I, I go to I go downtown pretty much every day to go to work and I'm not aware of any real implementation of any of what the hard work that jack crowley did with the downtown master
0: plan. bill over the Athens attorney and candidate for a seat on the Athens clark county commission running in district seven diane bell the incumbent there hasn't said uh, publicly anyway what she plans to do by way of a re-election bid russell edwards says he is running in district seven we've spoken with him i'm sure we will again uh, we were talking before the break there bill over about the downtown master plan uh, yeah the plan is there uh, you're saying the implementation isn't what would you like to see happen here
1: I like to see some of it start to get implemented i mean that's that's sort of the that was the deal is that um is that the downtown development authority and again that's funded uh significantly and primarily through an extra mill of, of property tax on folks living in that downtown district um the downtown master plan was 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 funded by um the downtown development authority completed uh, detailed multi-month process and then presented to the commission um, with recommendations that that these things be implemented and my understanding is is that then there's been a downtown master plan committee that to move forward with how to implement that and I don't know when the last time that committee met any specifics
0: on your mind any priorities you would have
1: um we've got there's there were several sort of stages and phases of the priorities in that plan. And honestly, Tim, I don't have it back in front of me. I haven't looked at it in detail in about a year and a half, which was the last time I sat down and had, and just chatting with Jack Crowley, just sort of, because he's an interesting guy to chat with. And and he's, and, and,
0: um, let me ask the question this way. What bugs you about downtown? You're down there. What would you fix?
1: Well, we need to get Clayton Street fixed. Um,
0: I thought we were in the process of doing that. Well, I, I
1: hope I hope it finally gets started. We've been in the process of doing that for about three years.
0: <laughs> True.
1: Um, or more. Um, I know we, uh, you know, I know we uh, three years ago informed, the, the you know, just as an example, informed the Twilight bike race they needed to change their course because of the impending Clayton right. Street construction. And so they did change the course for two years and still no construction. Right. So, um, the sidewalks are uh, the sidewalks are cracked we've got um, we've got we've got certain uh, property owners who take good care of their storefronts and clean and presentable storefronts we've got other property owners their storefronts look terrible um, when i we had a downtown that was to some extent the envy of a lot of smaller southern cities like us in the mid to, in the mid to late 90s and that that was an organic growth to some extent based upon some intrepid property owners downtown mm-hmm. and retailers and business F- folks owners. Folks who
0: stepped in when the stores emptied and went out to the mall.
1: Exactly. Um, Irving Adahoff is a perfect example mm-hmm. with sure. Posada Lever and, and a lot of the properties he owned downtown. Um, and And I remember going to places like Greenville, South Carolina in the late 90s. And their downtowns were just starting to pick back up, but it was still not a place, lots, lots of places, downtown Greenville, you didn't want to be after mm. dark. Go there now. It's amazing. And more importantly, Greenville in the late 90s, oh, you're from Athens? We love your downtown. We'd love <laughs> to have a downtown like that. And now it's almost right. flip-flop.
0: Now they do. And yeah.
1: I, look, I love downtown. I've worked downtown pretty much as long as I've worked. I, you know, from even when I was in college. And, um, but, but. But I want it to look better. I mean, I, I I'm I start to be a little a little embarrassed when I mm-hmm. bring folks in, and I see the I, It's not just tiny cracks in the in the sheetrock. No. It's it's some significant. It's it's sidewalks you stumble over. It's odors. It's it, and it's things that we need to address and fix. Downtown, we are hopefully closer to having a real um, economic impact study of what downtown does, and I know that downtown. Um, generates a, a huge amount of sales tax revenue for athens Clark mm-hmm. County. Um, and we need to invest some of that money back to, to make, it a, make it a jewel and make it something we can be proud
0: of. Bill Overend, uh, candidate for a seat on the athens Clark County Commission. District 7, if, you, if you're elected, that's five points. Some other parts down town, too, but uh, especially five points. What about parking in five points? Any number of ideas that are out there, any of them that you would endorse or any ideas of your own?
1: I know there's been some movement made forward on a parking deck for Five Points, and, um, and, I, and I, in fact, was making a, a couple of phone calls yesterday trying to find out from the, not from the government side, but from the, uh, the the private real estate folks who've been sort of trying to shepherd that, um, get a little more detail about where we're at. This is another perfect example that some something should have been done about this seven or eight years ago, if not longer. A lot longer, yeah. Um, and... Um, and so now again, we're 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 playing react we're we're playing reaction politics instead of anticipation politics, and we're trying to reactive government instead of anticipatory government. And so we now have an issue. I mean, and um, and I and I think it's not just as simple as as what was going on with the um, with those parking spaces in front of the. In, in front of the apartment building, right. and that's that. In and of itself, would not have th- th- that being public parking does does nothing to solve what is a in, in, impending and an additional burgeoning parking issue in, in that neighborhood.
0: There are those who would, and, 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 and some of them probably running for commission in, in this district, and others who would say the whole problem is, is you talk about parking it's that we all keep driving our cars. We need to start riding bicycles and buses and the rest of it. Uh, about a minute and a half left here. In terms of public transit or alternative transportation, where are you on that? What do we need to be doing?
1: I think we do need to be doing something about that, but I think we also need to be realistic and, that, and, and looking at the areas of, of, what, of what we want to do. I do not think it's realistic that the types of businesses that, that have uh, been growing up in the Five Points uh, commercial district in particular, I don't think it's realistic to expect that that's all going to be served by, the, by folks walking from their homes a few blocks away. Um, Most of the folks I know who live in Five Points who are within walking distance of 5 and 10 or of last resort, uh, the last resort grill Mm. outpost there, they walk every chance they get. I mean, they enjoy it. They don't want to fool with parking. But that's not – that neighborhood business isn't going to support those businesses. And the reality is we got people driving in from Oconee County to eat at those restaurants and from the east side or from Boulevard or wherever else. So we need to – we need to encourage it as much as we can, but we also can't just turn a blind eye to it. On a more macro level, I think we need to re examine the, the the sort of counterproductive way we talk about encouraging vehicles or not encouraging vehicles. I don't have a I don't have a final opinion on this, but I do know we've been struggling downtown and I I don't want to always talk about downtown, but this is where the parking is one of the most significant sure. things. Um you know, the current zoning requirements, we're requiring a certain number of spaces per bedroom for residential units downtown. Um, and on one hand, that makes a lot of sense. We want to make sure that we don't have public parking overtaxed right. by residential folks. On the other hand, there's an argument to be made that all we're do- doing is encouraging people who might otherwise leave a car at home or in a campus parking lot long term. Um, and to bring it downtown.
0: Uh, You just kicked off the campaign uh, online already or website?
1: Billoverend.com.
0: O-V-E-R-E-N-D. Billoverend.com. Running for District 7 seat on the athens Clark County Commission. Now, get you back in here. Qualifying in March, I think it is, and, and of course, uh, the election some months after May, the election's here. May 22nd. May 22nd. Get you back in here between now and then. Thanks for dropping out here this morning, uh, Bill Overend, candidate for the District 7 seat on the athens Clark County Commission.